Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back again to Police Pod Talk. I got the crew back together. Hey, there's uh, uh, Abby. Hey, everybody. And there is Jeremy. Hello. All right. Okay, we're going to turn Abby up a little bit. She was like she was in the back room somewhere. All right. Hey, before we get started, uh, hopefully, again, you guys had a wonderful weekend. We always say that. You took a little time to go out in the snow, did you, Jeremy? I sure did, yes. I played in the snow, made some snow angels, and had some fun. Okay, that I can't see. With your see. dog? Yes, yeah, so we both lay down on the ground and made snow angels. Okay, we're going to move on. Abby, did you have a nice time this weekend? I sure did. Good, okay, we won't ask about that. Okay, we're going to move on. Hey, Jeremy, we talked about something last week. I guess I got a, a little fired up uh, about the sub- – who, who did we – I'm going to yeah, let you tell the story. Well, yeah, we, we talked about in Chicago the officer that had, you know, did his mixed martial arts, bacon and eggs, I believe, or eggs and bacon was <laughs> – the officer that slammed the individual down, um, and then he—it was being reviewed by the Civilian Office of Police Accountability. Oh yeah, that's right. And I don't think any of us really knew, you know, is that for Chicago? Is that nationwide? How does that work? So I did a little research, All right. and that specific office, the Civilian Office of Police Accountability, COPA, C-O-P-A is what it's called for short. Mm-hmm. That is specific for Chicago. Um, and then there were—they do have a website, um, kind of. Got a little questions off of there. Got some answers. Um, some common questions was, is COPA part of the P- Chicago Police Department? The answer is no. They're not part of the police department. They're a completely independent agency within the city of Chicago responsible for the intake of all complaints regarding allegations of misconduct by police members and the investigation of such allegations. Mm-hmm. COPA is staffed by civilian investigators and headed by a civilian chief administrator who was appointed to a four-year term. So they have no relation to the police department, and they're all civilian investigators. Hmm. Uh, Another common question was, is COPA the same as the Chicago Police Board? The answer again is no. COPA and the police board are two separate City of Chicago agencies. The police board is also an independent civilian body that reviews and decides disciplinary matters brought to it by COPA and the superintendent of the police department. The police board is mem- includes nine members who are private citizens appointed by the mayor with the advice and consent of the city council. And I know we talked about also um, last time about if having police officers on there, um, you know, if they could do half and half, if, you know, what's the rules for that. For this specifically in Chicago, according to the Municipal Code of Chicago, no investigator employed by the agency can currently be a sworn member of the police department or have been a sworn member of the police department within the last five years. Hmm. So so they can have retired police officers on there, though. They have to be longer than five years, though, yes. So does this group COPA have retired police officers, or do you know? Currently, I do not know. Okay. That I don't know. But it does appear, kind of doing some research, most major cities have some form of this civilian office mm-hmm. that reviews it. And just really quick to go over before we get into the kind of the main story we're talking about today, kind of it gives a little flow chart on the 
on the website about how they do their investigations. Basically, the COPA, the Civilian Review, they receive the allegation and they do their investigation. They submit their findings to the police superintendent who also reviews it. If they agree with the findings and everything, they go through and do the disciplinary action. They submit that to the police board, which is also a, the civilian agency. Mm -hmm. And then they have a hearing and then they go through their thing and they decide. They pretty much do the decision on what's gonna happen. And once they make their decision, they give that to the police superintendent who enforces it. So this Chicago Police Board kind of makes all the decisions. They have a hearing, they do their investigation, everything. They kind of make the decisions on what's going to happen. They give it to the superintendent who enforces that. Now, if they if they agree, um, you know, things are good. If not, again, they have that hearing. But it starts with this COPA, this Civilian Office of Police Accountability. They investigate, give it to the superintendent. If they agree, things are good. If they don't agree... It goes to the police board who does their investigation and hearing from there. So I know you kind of got a little fired up and you know, blood pressure was raised up a little bit last time we talked about this and each time we talk about it. But it is a lot of civilian reviewing board right. that, that goes through all of this. Right. It, right. All civilians have a lot to do with this. So I know, again, people have their own opinions and what how they feel about it and everything. But just kind of wanted to do some research, let everybody know. That's, mm -hmm. that's what we find about this. A lot of, again, doing research... A lot of major cities have some form mm -hmm. of this review right. agency type thing. Well, I don't know. You didn't say it, but I'm going to ask this question. Yeah. While they're doing their little review, since they get it first, is there anyone else doing an investigation paralleling theirs? Or is it only this group? That I do not know. <laughs> And I think that kind well, of... Well, I believe there is, with the police, there is the internal affairs and all that different stuff. Mm -hmm. I think they do some sort of investigation with it but from what i was doing my research it sounds like this civilian um this police board chicago police board which was the nine members they have a lot of say in what happens with the officer and the discipline and what what goes on they okay. pretty much have all the say when they do the hearing they kind of make the decision that's what it appears when i did the research so does your flow chart show that there's no point where they ever drop off they go all the way to the very end. They go all the way to the end. If if at this hearing, um, you know, if it's found guilty, this officer is found guilty at their hearing, they put their discipline to the superintendent of the police, and he basically does what they told they tell him to do as far as discipline. If they're found not guilty, then obviously the officers, you know, put does, back on duty. Does and, the police officer have a uh, opportunity to? Speak up to this board, or you know what I mean, like fight those charges or the disciplinary yes um they they do the they bring the charges against them um you know this isn't necessarily criminal charges but mm -hmm. at their specific hearing they bring the charges against them the officer is suspended without pay they go through all this at the hearing i mean i'm assuming it's similar to a court hearing where they get to speak they bring witnesses they do all of that if they're found guilty they present their disciplinary actions to the superintendent mm -hmm. who enforces those actions against the officer if the officer is not found guilty, then they restore back to duty and they're given back pay for when they were suspended. Hmm. Okay, well, let's set the record straight. My blood pressure did not go up because <laughs> oh, okay. I can All control right. that. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, I got it like that. The other thing, my biggest gripe was that they were just some old random civilian. Now, if you're telling me that most of the people on this board 
are retired policemen. You I have, can't tell me I that. I can't tell you. I have no idea who's on the board. And how long are they allowed to be on the board? Do they stay forever? Do the only thing, years? the chief administrator on this, now this is separate. The board and the police accountability agency are two separate. I didn't find much on the actual board. I did my research into this police accountability agency. Their administrator can only be there for four year, a four-year term. Okay. Now, as far as their investigators, it didn't say how long mm-hmm, they can be there. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I don't know how many right. of them there are. Right. Okay. So well, there for everybody, I know we kind of brought it up last week. We didn't have a lot of answers for it, but there you go. That's kind of more more research into that. And again, most major cities have some form of this mm-hmm. for the officers. Okay. I can I can kind of agree with it, but I'm still going to go with the fact that if it's not full of police officers, I'm not I'm not buying into it. I don't care if they're retired, but it needs to be someone who understands what the police officers are going through. If it's just some citizen who has a hidden agenda, I want nothing to do with that. I don't like the fact that this group of people have that much power. They can give their opinion, mm-hmm. but they don't need. There comes a point where they need to be lopped off and say, "Thank you for your investigation. We will move forward." And if we go with it, great. But it sounds to me like they, they go too long. Would you be fine if they did it but didn't give a recommendation for disciplinary? Yes. Like here is what we found as there an investigation, mm-hmm. and then. They decide on the disciplinary. Well, that, that's the main thing they do. As far as this COPA, Civilian Office Police Accountability, their very first step, according to this flowchart, mm-hmm. the administrator sustains allegations and recommends discipline. That's the very first thing they do after their investigation. See, yeah. And then it goes to the whole thing yeah. after that. But yeah, the both agencies, the COPA, Civilian Office of Police Accountability, and then the Chicago Police Board, both civilian agencies, they have a lot of say in this whole whole process. So both of those things are run by civilians? Yeah, they're both by civilians. And that's straight from the okay. this COPA website. Both of them, they're two separate city of Chicago agencies, and they're both independent civilian bodies. So why do they need two? True. Good question. The This COPA, they do the investigations. Well, they, they don't need COPA. Well, hey, you know what? I'm just telling you how it works. <laughs> I, I know that, but I'm just saying, I mean, for anybody, why would you need two? What do you need two for? It's a good question. Oh, okay, we're just kind of asking. I don't know. That's a hypothetical question for everybody out there. (laughs) Since none of the COPA people bothered to reach out to us in an email. Well, maybe after this one they will. Well, they should because, I mean, they run in everything, making decisions. Yeah, well, COPA doesn't make the decisions. But, yes, the Chicago Police Board. Wait, 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 wait. You said COPA gets to make the final decision. They recommend the police board makes the final decision. Okay, again, and then you don't need COPA. Okay. If the police board gets out there and do their thing, then, hey. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I, go ahead. Can we play a game with our listeners? Go. So, talking about bacon and eggs. This oh, here we all go. about bacon and eggs, right? This started with bacon and eggs, bacon, everybody. Last week, this was bacon, bacon and, and eggs. eggs so slamming I, the guy I'd, down. I'd like to play a game with our listeners that <laughs> if anyone sees Cleveland and comes up and says bacon and eggs to him, they get a shout out. How do, how do you like that? Wait, wait, why did you hey, have to go? <laughs> I was there not the one that reported that story. Jeremy reported the story to body slamming. You, you, oh, no, you the have the blood splitting. pressure with this. Uh, with you're, the face, you're the face of this podcast. <laughs> I agree. No, the three we, of us we play are the a game With our listeners. Okay. Right. Well, Come yeah. up and, and you can call him bacon and eggs if you want. Hey, bacon and eggs. Because he might start going by that if he if it catches on. So, yeah. And then Come up and say something. We'll give a shout out to him. I'm, I'm a vegan, though. So, what do we do with that? Bacon and eggs. I it could don't be, matter. That would offend me if you called me bacon. Bacon and eggs. Everybody, please do it. <laughs> you can have a shout out. Okay. All right. We're going to move on. 
Uh, unless there's more, Jeremy, that no, I may miss from this board. That's all. I just wanted to real quick bring that up. I think we talked longer than I thought, but thanks, Jay. Uh, there we go. Yeah, Let's move on. Yeah, uh, Jeremy, we do appreciate that, and uh, we're here to have fun. Yeah, we are, and <laughs> at my expense. Uh, that was good. I, I did learn something from that. I do appreciate that. I did learn, but I can I can see where it's needed, but it's not needed double. That's it. I guess that's all I can say, right? Yeah, I, yeah, and you're I, just reporting. I'm the just story. reporting the story. Yeah, don't, okay, yeah. don't kill the messenger. I got you. All right, okay, folks. Thanks for hearing that. And again, <laughs> if there's somebody out there on that board that wants to email, because it looks like he was a little afraid. You had a whole week to do it. My goodness, you got a lunch break. Okay, I'm going to go over a story that is very fresh in the news. It come from NBC World News. Ooh. That's where I get my news at most of the Word. time. World News is kind of neat. The uh, city of Baltimore will be monitored by surveillance airplanes for the upcoming six months next year. I think they're talking about this year, though. Under a pilot program, no pun intended, uh, announced (laughs) Friday (laughs) that they are aiming to help law enforcement investigate violent crimes. The flights will start in May, and it will gather footage during the hours that the city experienced high rates of crime. Baltimore Police Commissioner Michael Harrison uh, says we'll be the first American city to use technology in an attempt to solve and deter violent crimes. He also said he believed that they could uh, proven to be yet another tool to fight violence that is plaguing the city. The three planes will fly simultaneously, covering about 90% of the city. The resolution of the footage would not be sharp enough for the officers to identify faces, but it should help them track movement and actions. Harrison says the police will not have access to live feeds. Instead, the officers will receive a evidence package of crimes, and that way they will be able to look into it and report it on it later. Uh, Baltimore uh, last year experienced one of its most uh, violent years on record with more than 330 homicides so far. Uh, Harrison says they promised that... Uh, this will, uh, they will have several meetings yet to be scheduled to inform the public uh, on what is going on, what the program will be used for, and what it will not be used for. I guess in 2016, they tried another uh, program just like this. They did some quiet uh, information gathering, crime stats, and things like that. And they said over a month, the company captured over 300 hours of images. Uh, analysts then zoomed in on the crime scenes, moving backwards and forwards in time amongst the images to see suspects arriving and getting away. The footage captured uh, and was used by a bank of uh, cameras that were mounted in a small Cessna airplane flown about 8,000 feet above the city. Now, Robert McNutt is the guy, he's the president and owner of the company that they're going to be using now. He's the guy, I think he's over in Ohio is what I saw in the news. He says this will help solve otherwise unsolvable crimes, particularly homicides. During a short test in 2016, two weeks of flying, they actually captured eight, uh, five murders, 18 shootings, and provided information to the investigators. He said, we are looking forward to support the people of Baltimore in their effort to reduce major crimes, and we look forward to doing so in an open and transparent way. That protects people's rights. And that's the guy that owns the uh, company is what he said. Now, here's the one part. You got people always against it. And this is the American Civil, uh, Civil Liberties Union of Maryland. 
I guess they're a little bent out of shape about it, saying that uh, something like this will could easily impact uh, the uh, people in the community, and they think that this should be uh, decided by a elected body, not the police commissioner. RCOB. See what that that group? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. No, don't do that. You know, <laughs> you're trying to get me Sorry. fired up. Okay, okay. Well, it's a board. <laughs> okay, they said that the uh, surveillance planes. <clears throat> Uh, means putting everyone, every resident in Baltimore, under permanent surveillance, capturing video records of everyone and where they move and what they're doing and when they're walking outside. They said if the police did that in real life in the, for each person on the street, that would not be accepted. So, I But mean, isn't that what the police are out there to do, just kind of walk around and talk to people and watch for it? Yeah. crimes happening yeah the the thing about the i agree with you i mean you're supposed to the more police the better off but these planes will capture they're constantly recording is what they're doing and if something happens it gets called in they can go back and look at the footage and go to that area where it happened and they may be able to see a car leading and a person okay. leaving and follow that car to where it maybe ended more up of a description done. of what to look like a car that sped away would right. they be able to like say okay it's a four-door no Okay. No, the, I, I don't the, know. I'm the just... image, the image, the footage, the, the is so grainy you really can't see it. But you the... can see something happening. It gives you what happened and where it happened. So say you call the police and say mm-hmm. my house was broken into and a car sped away, and then they turned and that's all I saw them turn left on whatever street. They can go back to about that time when it happened. Mm-hmm. They may see a car leaving mm-hmm. your house, a little dot or whatever on the thing leaving your house, and they can track to where that went. And say they went to the uh, their home, mm-hmm. and they got out. Now you've got where the car went, and then they, the investigators can follow up after they get their packet. So then they still have to do the detective work and figure out right. how to connect that person to the crime. That's right. And I guess they were they were doing this in Mexico, and uh, Mexico. Yeah, yes, and they were flying over, and they did the surveillance, and there was a police officer that was killed there uh, by a gang. And they saw the entire thing on the footage, and they followed it afterwards, and they followed it to two locations, and they actually were able to catch the the killers of the okay. police officers. So it doesn't show faces, and it doesn't get okay. license plates. But it there's enough to see something. But they still then have to put the crime to the per, to the right, right. And uh, I mean, they're flying in the air. They got three planes, and they're. Constantly I was just gonna going. ask. So there's three planes flying at one at a time, though. When that one's coming down, the other one's going back up. Okay, I, I this shifts. is a Baltimore. They got shifts. Is that what you said? Baltimore, right now. Okay, I don't know how big it. Baltimore is, but it seems like a big city. So, like one plane, one flying. plane flying through would kind of get the whole city, or is it's, it just happens to be a part? And then, sorry, it. it you said ninety percent. Ninety percent. It can okay. cover ninety percent. They got twelve cameras shooting out On the side plane. of that plane. Okay. And you can see the entire city, but they're just making a little loop around 90% of the city. So oh, That's interesting. So let's say it does its loop for eight hours and it comes mm-hmm. down. Does Do they automatically download all every single footage from every single camera and give that to the police to look through? Or is it only, okay, we know something happened in this area. We're only going to ask for footage from that one camera. That's right. Not that one camera from that one time period. They want to see just what happened time at that period. time. Right. So they don't just get the, automatically the entire no, footage no, of everything. No. So, Only if something was called in or there was a crime, and then they can go to it and see it. And they're looking for major crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, well, somebody yeah. picking somebody's pocket, you ain't going to see that. But, hmm. yeah, it's a really neat story. But go ahead. It is. No, I actually like it. And I'm, I guess I'm trying to figure out when it. it's not really picking one person out or, like you said, no. one part of the city. It's flying mm-hmm. all over. 
Um, I, I guess I'm confused on why they have a problem with it. Well, because they said it's a slippery slope. Every, I don't. Yeah, that's always a everything. Slope. I, everything. That's right. I agree. And they just feel that you shouldn't be watching everybody all the time the way to do. But there's always cameras. I mean, you talk about going into I mean, Walmart. Mm-hmm. You talk about going anywhere now. You're on video. You may as oh, well yeah. assume all that you're over. on video. Big brothers everywhere. And if you're not doing anything, you really don't have anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, it's my thing. I don't know why everyone wants to fight it until the day their house gets broken into or there's mm-hmm. a drive-by and then they're going to say, hey, check the cameras. Well, no, you told us not to put the cameras mm-hmm. up. <laughs> so, I don't know. What do you, Jeremy, I, what's I, your take? I don't really have a problem with it. I, I think it's fine. Well, they'll be and, doing it. Well, then go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live in Baltimore. <laughs> I don't live in Baltimore, no, no but I, I, don't, I don't see... And, of course, everything is a slippery slope. And, yes, somebody could abuse it. Somebody could do something and ask for footage at the wrong time. They're spying on their, you know, ex-girlfriend or whatever. I mean, yes, something like that will probably happen. But overall, the I think generally I think it will be a good tool. And you said it already, what, five murders or shootings yeah. or something? Yeah, it already it captured, helped. Yeah. To, In two weeks. Yeah, so I, I think mm-hmm. it's a good resource, and I, yeah, I'm all for it. Well, I guess he's his company is over in Ohio, and I guess Baltimore is one of the first – uh, cities that are going to try this i wouldn't have a problem hmm. and again if you see that it's online if you go online and look up baltimore you know flying a plane over or whatever there's footage of it on the world news showing what it looks like and it is grainy but you know you can see what it is i mean you're not looking at people you're not peeking in a swimming pool and that kind of thing uh, over a fence but i mean it's doing its job i mean we have cameras everywhere mm-hmm. we got everybody with a camera walking mm-hmm. around now yeah. so yeah I don't have a problem with it, so unless we get a call from somebody at the American Civil Liberties Union and email us and upset, but <laughs> you know, is that all we get is mad emails? We do we ever get anybody happy? <laughs> if you're out there and you're happy, please email us. <laughs> clap your hands too for crying out loud. <laughs> so that's my story on that one, and I guess we're all in agreement on that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with. I don't it. see a problem with it. Yeah. No. Yeah. If it helps, it helps, right? There you go. Yeah. And it already has, so it's already proven itself. I think. Yeah. I, do you think there's anywhere in there where somebody could abuse this? Well, I did say that as far as you know, somebody spying ex girlfriend. But you say it's not clear enough that mm-hmm. how would even somebody unless they're watching okay my girlfriend left her house at this time and went i mean somebody's always going to do something stupid it happens with everything but i think again overall you're going to find the majority of it is going to be helpful and they said that the officers will not be getting the live uh feeds of this so you can't see it yeah. the only people that get it will be the investigators saying hey at this time on this street this is what happened i'm sure in the future and, and you know it's going to happen the uh cameras are going to be a lot sharper mm-hmm Right now, it's kind of grainy, but they will make it so that you can actually see a lot better. But even then, it would have to be someone in the plane who's looking for his girlfriend <laughs> or, yeah. or ex-wife down there <laughs> to abuse it. And even then, he's not going to get the footage. It goes to somebody else. So I think it's a good thing. Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, hats off to you, and good luck with it. And I'm sure other cities will soon. I think um, uh, St. Louis was looking into it, and so was New York, were the other two places. and and looking to do the same thing so it's about a, about a mile up the planes are so they won't be i think it'll be interesting what did they do it for six months you said so yeah, we, they'll be starting pilot? it they're going to be starting it in six months okay i think it i think it'd be interesting after like a year see how much it's helped mm-hmm. 
And or not, like, I guess. I don't know. And all of the money is coming from uh, private donors. Hmm. So none of the taxpayers have to pay for hmm. anything. Once again, there's another plus. Yep. Mm-hmm. And put your money in your pocket. Keep it in there. All righty. Abby, uh, what you got for us? Or do you have anything or do we have time for something? I got something. We have time. We got time. All right. Holla. Um, it's an attaboy. <laughs> All right. Um, we like of, attaboys. I know. I do, too. Out of Tallahassee, Florida, um, auto recordings show how quick thinking by a Florida Highway Patrol trooper led to the safe return of an abducted three-year-old child. Mm. Officials with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement said the three-year-old child was abducted from her front yard around 7 a.m. on a Monday morning. The agency later issued a statewide Amber Alert and notified law officials, law enforcement officials to be on the lookout for a black Honda Civic. Trooper Jesse Sunday believes he was in the right spot at the right time that Monday morning. Um, Trooper Sunday said, we've got some information that the vehicle and occupant's phone in the vehicle was being pinged at the 240 mile marker, he told reporters. We were able to ping it several times down the interstate. Trooper Sunday said the cell phone pinged near mile marker 211 around 11 a.m. It happened to be where he was on patrol. He said, look up, and he said he looked up and saw a vehicle that matched the description pass by in the opposite direction. The car was heading westbound just east of Tallahassee. Um, he was quoted saying, we have a two-door Civic. A two-door Civic just passed me. I'm going to turn around. He was heard saying on audio recordings of police traffic radio. Um, the vehicle's Texas license plate matched the one provided by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. He made a two-lane change on me, and so then I just decided, he said in an interview near the mile marker, he pulled up and the vehicle, he pulled the vehicle over. I went and lit him up right toward the bottom of the ramp, mm. and I believe lit him up is with the lights. Lit him up. Lit, lit him up with the lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's clarify that. Mm-hmm. Um, inside the vehicle were four people, two men, two women, and the missing child, he said. The little girl was not in a car seat, but was sitting on the lap of someone in the back seat. Mm, mm, mm. The trooper said she looked a little scared because of all the commotion. But once we got her away from that group of people, she seemed a little relieved. So that's um, actually all four people inside the vehicle were detained. The investigation is being handled by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, which Mm -hmm. has not released any further details. Um, Trooper Sunday said all four occupants spoke Spanish and they're kind of saying that they may be tra- they may have been traveling to Mexico, but I don't know how they know that. But hmm. so that's what I got. So I mean, it's that trooper right Attaboy. spot at the right time. What, what's the trooper's name again? Jesse Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right. <laughs> Attaboy, Jesse. Yeah, that. I mean, you only get one of those in a career, mm-hmm. and some people never get anything like that. Well done. Yep. I mean, he was paying attention and uh, did his job. Yep. So the four people in the car, they four have people. no clue what they were doing with this child. No, it does not say. Not it actually related. says they were not. They have not released any further details. Mm, somebody need to be slapped. <laughs> and, and I have to admit, even the you know, they did know possibly, obviously, of someone in the vehicle because they did ping their phone. Um, so they ah, did know mm. of one of the per, like a possible person. So they pinged the oh, phone, and that's okay. the way where they okay. they were able to track them. So it could be a boyfriend, ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend. I'm making uh, yeah. that part up, but I, yeah, I don't know. Huh. Well, good. So, hey. but they were on it. I mean, all yeah. the, I mean, you know, they were on it trying to ping, trying to find the girl, and that officer was looking out. Yeah. All right. Office, officer, officer, or trooper? Was he officer? Trooper. Trooper Sunday out of Tallahassee. Well done. Yep. Good and faithful servant. 
There you go. Good job. That's a good story. That's yep. a good attaboy right That's there. That's a good attaboy. Because we, we sure do our, <laughs> our best of punking some of them out. But, and, Jeremy, thank you for um, bringing that to my attention. I will, you know, ponder that a little bit more. Maybe I'm not going to change my mind. But Well, no. And I have that's a little not knowledge. What I'm here for, knowledge is power. You that know, knowledge that, is power. That. I think yes. my kindergarten teacher told me that. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> yeah. Her. It was a her. her. Okay. There you go. And Abby, thanks for your story. Appreciate that. And uh, that trooper, well done. Hey, uh, folks, uh, we're waiting on some emails, uh, you know, especially from the ones, what was that group called again? OSHA? Or not OSHA. OSHA. <laughs> what was the group called out of Ohio? Or, uh, Chicago. It's the Civilian Office of Police Accountability or the Chicago Police Board. Okay. Either well, one. So either one of them. Because you know you hear us, okay? And we're calling you out. I want to have you on the show so you can explain it even more. But, Jeremy, well done. I appreciate that. Folks, thanks again for listening to Police Pod Talk. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at policepodtalk at gmail.com. Go ahead and put a shout-out to us, and we'll say something back to you. Check us out on Facebook at Cleveland Junior is one way. Or you can go to Police Pod Talk and check us out on Facebook. Friend us, and we'll friend you back. Folks, until next week, uh, Abby, thank you. No, thank you. Jeremy, thank you. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right goodbye that's about all i got <laughs>